Alright, welcome to an unseasonably damp bowl of dude soup. It's actually raining outside. My it pants is. are still wet. Uh, yeah. this is- this is a red-letter day in LA, let me tell you. But it's all around the waist area, Lawrence. Yeah, it is. Looks like I- uh, So, the only reason <laughs> I'm safe is because both of my legs are wet. Typically when a guy pees, his dick is hanging one side or the other. So it oh, just I, spreads down one thigh. I meant other wetness. What, vagina wetness? Yep. Ah. I haven't admitted that I have a vagina yet. That's true. Maybe today. That's the first step. To recovery, I found. Admitting you have a problem. Admitting you have a problem <laughs> and a vagina. Recovering from being a woman. Yeah, that's yeah. it's a problem unto itself. So today's episode of Dude Soup is brought to you by two sponsors. The first of which is Squarespace, and our offer code Dude Soup at checkout to get ten percent off at Squarespace. Build it beautiful, and also by Casper Mattress. You can get fifty dollars off toward. You can get fifty dollars towards any mattress uh, by going to Casper.com/slash/DudeSoup and using code Dude Soup. So thank you to both of our sponsors. We'll hear from hear from them later. Now let's get into the news! Uh, Assassin's Creed may be taking a year off. We reported it- yeah, we reported on this on the note yesterday. Um, essentially... There- there was a- an unconfirmed Ubisoft employee, or Assassin's Creed developer, an artist, who started- who just pop, like, exploded on 4chan, kind of saying, <laughs> Somebody posted a th yeah, I know, I know, I hate, whatever. Uh, <laughs> the difference is this time all of- all of this person's statements actually seem pretty legitimate and less like a 12-year-old trying to sound like a developer. Uh, but somebody just posted a, next Assassin's Creed, what do you think, where do you want it to be? And the first reply, which was like four minutes later, was somebody saying, I work at Ubisoft, and there's not gonna be one this year. But, the next year's is gonna be pretty sweet, uh, apparently they're giving it if you believe the rumors, they're giving it a year to cool off. We're not- Oh yeah, I was gonna play Sun's Creed, but I'm gonna play this other thing instead. <laughs> You're gonna play what instead? So, this other thing. Oh, Pony- it, Pony- Pony Island. Pony Island. Let's do that. Um, but, okay, so I guess then people would say like, Well, they put out two games last year, right? And they put out Syndicate and the they other did, one? They did Unity oh. and Rogue. Unity and Rogue. Rogue. Not Syndicate. But Union Syndicate Rogue, came out. But they put out two in one year, year right? What- So- Well, they put- the, One was 360 exclusive, I, though. I know that. But I'm saying, like, like for, I'm being oh, like well, the kid, sorry, I'm being like the devil's advocate of like, well, then why didn't they just save one to put it out next year and like just give it to everyone instead of the 360 or I whatever? I guess they could have done that. Like, when, isn't that kind of the argument of why, why didn't they just save one and work on it longer Hold and make on. it better? I Can guess, we but oh, well, sorry, but one would have only been last gen exclusive, right? Yes. If they saved yeah, it. I guess, I guess what I'm saying is like, well, they could have made it for all the consoles then or whatever and yeah, made more money I overall. Mean, Can I just I say right. good? Yeah. Good. Yes. There, it's too yeah. much. It is too much. I've taken two years off from Assassin's Creed. Ah. I played all other Assassin's Creeds with the exception of one. All up to Black Flag? But, yeah, all up to Black Flag, and then and then Unity, I was like, maybe I'll get around to it. It didn't, it didn't exactly come out to glowing reviews. And then, so I was like, alright, well, no rush on that one. And then... Play the video? That was a... Then all I had, I only had a single year to play this game where you, you know... How long is an Assassin's Creed game? Mm -hmm. Like at least, like fifteen hours yeah. up to forty hours if you want to do a lot more than that. Collect all those feathers. So, so I don't really, I don't really have a problem. And it might get longer than that. that because they're, I, I remember reading that they're going to maybe adopt some of the mechanics sure. and systems of, of like The Witcher. Maybe kind uh, of try to stylize yeah. it more to that. That was part of the rumor, yeah. The the developer said it's going to be more Witcher-like, uh, open world, which is kind of I feel like a given with Assassin's Creed that's, at this point. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I think that's that sounds like the kind of thing you just say. Yeah, that sounds like the kind yeah. of stuff that oh, came up in an every end of year meeting when point. they or whatever meeting when they were trying to figure out what they want to do for. They're like, oh, let's see, 
What's the most popular game right now that everybody it? loves and nobody hates? Mm-hmm. Uh, Witcher. They say yeah, let's make it more Witcher-like. Well, okay, so I so I'm ignorant in that I've only played through Brotherhood. Okay, I think Brotherhood, like the newest, uh, up to three. I played up to three. Okay. Um, and in those ones, it was separate. Like you'd go to different cities, but they were separate, and you you'd like basically fast travel between yeah. the cities. In the newer ones, do you actually like travel? Like, because I think in the first one, you would ride by the horse or whatever, and like kind of get to the different places and stuff. Is there an in between area now between like areas? Like Black Flag, did you like travel by boat or anything like that? Yeah. To where there would be stuff to do. Like Black Flag, there was stuff to do in between, like Boats like on the sides, stuff. right? Yeah. Yeah. You basically the 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 sea was kind of open, an, a huge open area, mm-hmm. and every major town you had to load into. Okay, so you um, loaded. Whereas, like in Witcher, I'm just trying to compare it to Witcher and what they would do differently. Because Witcher, you can run basically around to everywhere, and mm-hmm. there's a bunch, a bunch of side stuff you'd find, like bounties or like bandits or like boss monster things or all kinds of stuff you find on the side. So I guess that's what they're thinking, just more fluff stuff Actually, kind of on the side. I, maybe oh, I, I, I haven't played Witcher three at all, but my hope is that whatever they decide to do, they give it some purpose. Yeah. yeah, that's what Assassin's Creed seems to have been lacking for me for quite some time, which is purpose. You, you it just feels like you are the janitor of this world. Yeah, mm-hmm. like kill people, clean up the bodies, find trash that's shimmering and glimmering around, Ooh, yeah. clean up that trash, drive from this place. Hey, you're on a boat going through the ocean. Hey, there's trash in the ocean. Pick it up. Like that's yeah. basically it, and it's no, it's not for any other reason other than to get uh. a 100 yeah. percent or a platinum trophy or something like that. It's really, it's really most, not fun. Which most of those things aren't hard to do. They just take time. Like it's mm-hmm. just time yep. getting things. They're like not the, interesting. Yeah, you're right, Spoil. It's like folding laundry. You're just, you're just hitting the buttons in the same order over and over again. And and that may be the in- intent because I mm-hmm. believe that 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 leak also referenced that they might just not retconning the story, but it won't because Refreshing it's, it, it's supposed of. to take place in Egypt. Mm-hmm. It won't, it won't have the Templar, um, yeah. and some other story aspects that the series has been building which has kind of become pretty convoluted seeming and it's sort of lost direction and nobody knows what the purpose of like Desmond is is anymore and, and or, or what anybody's doing. Yeah, they like wrapped it up and then they're yeah, they they're like it's done and yeah. like, but it just got interesting. Right? Yeah. And so maybe now they're thinking, well, we'll refocus the story, do something fresh and Plus, new. I wonder if they'll tie it into the movie. Like has anyone even brought that up? Oh. The movie should be coming out in about so, 2 years, right? You, yeah, yeah, nobody really knows what time period the movie's in. I could I be wrong it was about like that. Like Spanish Inquisition's yeah. time or something. Okay, like that. I thought there might be rumors I, that I, I don't know. Have about there been one. any photos of him in costume? Yeah, one like that. Like one, two, two, two have come. There's the one on the cover of Entertainment Weekly or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then there's another one that recently came out. But I mean, honestly, like, it could like be. no offense. This isn't this isn't meant to sound bad, but it's like I've seen a lot of good Assassin's Creed cosplay. And it's kind of just like Assassin's Creed. Yeah. It's not like they're like yeah. taking risks with the style or the franchise or whatever. And like, it doesn't really stand out of where they are. I and, guess. and I don't know that I have no idea if the movie's going to be good or bad, but it like kind of feels like Fast Bender. Persia. Fast Bender. Like, I don't know. You just want that ass bender spool. <laughs> you're all about. I see it in your yeah. eyes. So I, I don't. I mean, Assassin's Creed is not exactly a franchise that I'm like, oh yeah, give me more of that Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed. I need it every year. I feel like I feel like there's better justification, honestly, for a Call of Duty every single year than there is for an Assassin's Creed at this point. Yeah. And that's not necessarily a good thing. Hey, but I'm not complimenting Call of Duty. But I totally agree with you, like, going back, if, like, if they can take time, like, because it's a story-based game. Like, mm-hmm. it's a single-player, primarily single-player. I don't know if they really have multiplayer anymore. They had for a little they, while. They took but, it out. 
but it's a single player game. The longer they can take working with it, like on the story and like adding in just fl like fluff and more fun stuff and giving you purpose to do things, the better in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Where like when you're rushing out year by year, you put in all that extra like other fluff we were talking about where it's like, go collect this and stuff. Cause mm -hmm. that's an easy thing to add in. You literally like mm -hmm. create the mission the side quest or whatever, and then you put flat like feathers all around. Like, okay, yeah. now go get those. Yeah. But like, that's way easier than like giving it a purpose. And, like every feather's like a different kind of story, mm -hmm. and like, yeah, is funny or stuff like that. Yes. So if them having more time means that they can add some stakes to the other stuff that they want to do to stretch that game out, I'm okay with that. I'm totally okay with that. <laughs> what? What? Yeah. What is, what is happening, is? Lawrence? Uh, you, Lawrence picked the weirdest game to play. <laughs> what is this? Game. What is it called? Pony Island. Yeah, okay. yeah, Pony Island. Pony he just told the game to fuck off. Oh, shit. Fuck off, your game sucks. They're, they're yelling at me. They're yelling at me. <laughs> um, but yeah, Assassin's Creed couldn't use, could use a little TLC. Take some time. Oh. Take some time. Step away. Let's step away Find from Find it itself. For just a little bit, you know? Has there been a game that, that people have, a developer has stepped away from and then come back later and it's been worse? Psycho. Uh, oh, I, well, I don't know, started determined. speaking before I heard the end of that. We don't know, <laughs> but you know they stepped away from the Psychonauts franchise. I took some time, I don't like think fifteen it's years. A franchise. Oh, oh, I see. It's ten years. I see. Did you tell anyone about your? No, no, no. no don't run Pony no. Island. I mean, I mean, don't do it. I, no, no, because it's un, unsure, unconfirmed. Um, but uh, oh, you have to start over. Yeah, I see. but now he's it's running, all weird. You're running. Oh, oh, oh you uh, um, No, I, I, I'm trying to think of a franchise. Turok, maybe? Oh, Turok 1 and Turok 2, and then they took some time off from Turok and they brought it back and it. Oh. And they were like, yeah, but that was like a cash in. Twisted, Twisted Metal. Tomb Raider. Twisted, yeah. Twisted, Twisted Metal's good. Tomb Raider Twisted never Metal. really went silent, though. It just had periods where nobody cared about it. But it also came back better. It came did, back yeah. Better. Uh, so, like, I'm trying to think of an example uh, where they were like, all right, let's walk away from this for a little while, rethink our approach, and then come back fresh. Hmm. Maybe this is just X? a year. Which. <sighs> Which in the development cycle of a video game, taking one year off is not really that much. Metal Gear has, I, I guess it was never dormant. Like there were extended, extended breaks between games, but. I'm trying to think. Probably a horror game. Maybe. Yeah. Like a Silent Hill or something. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. Uh, Pac-Man? <laughs> I mean, it was really yeah. popular. They kept making shitty Pac-Man games for a long time. And then uh, they, made a, they made CE and DX. Those were really good. Majora's Mask and Twilight Princess. Or no, it's not AAA, but... Yeah. Mm. yeah. Red Dead. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't know. Yeah, I can't think of one. Off yeah, the top it's... Of my head. There's not really a game that had, a, like, a peak of popularity, dwindled, and then came back. Uh, that's... That doesn't happen often. Um, usually you have to wait for, like, a cultural wraparound, kind of like Jurassic mm -hmm. World or something like that. Yeah. And I guess games have been around long enough for that to happen. But then when games come back, they're not even they're not even like what they used to be anymore. Mm -hmm. It's very rare for a game, and the, and it's also kind of owing to technology. I think it's very rare for a game to exist and provide one kind of experience on one set of hardware, and then twenty years later to offer a shade or a twist on that experience with a completely new kind of interface and completely new kind of hardware. Mm -hmm. Yeah, with like movies and music, it's still kind of the same. You're just sitting there and watching it. Yeah. Um, but with games, man, it it actually fundamentally changes. Yeah. That's why I'm looking forward to VR. Actually, I'm I'm really excited to see. How all these companies bring their their IP and their properties and their gaming experiences to a completely new medium, mm -hmm. and then you get that kind of cool experience where it's sort of the same but sort of different because it has to be. Well, it's, it's kind of like Metroid. Yes, I was Wii, just thinking the about that. With the Wii and the Wii Mote going yeah. going to that, and, and so many people love that using the Wii Mote, and and it worked. What was the bad Metroid that came out? Was there a gap? Metroid, that and the other, other M. M. Other M. Is it other M? Well, maybe well, wasn't it? Team was Ninja? It, 
Did people not like it, or was it just like, this isn't what we wanted? People had a lot of promises, or problems with the way that Samus was as a character, mm. and uh, the gameplay, and... A lot of the game. A lot of the game. Uh -oh. Just the game. Um, I was going to say something. Oh, but I think if Ubisoft, because Ubisoft is producing the movie as well, right? Like, yeah. I think they have their own production company now. But if they can somehow use the game or the movie to either like hype to like cross hype each other. So if like the trailer for the movie comes out, and everyone's getting super hyped for it, and then they put out the game like shortly, like a little ways maybe before the movie, then they can use the game to like keep people hyped. Kind of like almost like Fallout and Bethesda did, where they like Fallout put out, Shelter. They put out Fallout Shelter to keep people kind of interested and like pay attention a little bit about the game coming up and keep that hype. Hype, not not obviously at maximum levels, but like higher than it would be if like you went dormant and quiet before the game came out. So if they use like the game or the movie to kind of like cross promote each other, I think and like the trailers and stuff, they could have yeah. a real hype monster going didn't, on. Didn't work yeah. for Hitman. I was, no. say, I was <laughs> say there are a lot of situations though where I yeah. mean a lot of things would have to fall like yeah. they'd have to have it'd a have good to marketing be, team. And it'd have and to be a really good movie yeah. and. I have my doubts about the Assassin's Creed movie going to be like best movie of the year. Like, and I'm not talking about Oscars. I'm just like talking about people like talking about it at all. I think that you're absolutely right, though, that it, it is a smart cross promotion in terms of marketing and getting you know drumming up excitement for the other. I think yeah. that Force Awakens helped Battlefront. Oh yeah, um, definitely. And like even you know. like what we were like interviewing. We were talking to like a potential intern yesterday, and he was talking about how he's been one. He's been playing Star Wars: The Old Republic because he saw the yeah. Star Wars movie. He's like, I'm now I'm playing Star Wars: The Old Republic. I'm playing for like a couple months, probably, and that's about it. But like he literally, literally said that because of the movie, he was playing that game. So if they, so if Assassin's Creed and Ubisoft pulled off well, like one is good, like the one, whatever one comes out first is good. It's gonna build hype. I feel like for the other one. But it has to be good. That's the key. If it's bad, then people it could have the opposite effect. And be like, Ugh. yeah, like like Mad Max game movie probably yeah. should have worked in concert. Maybe a little bit better than they did. Oh, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got to I got to move between the mouse and the keyboard, and that's tough. Yeah, but I agree. And like, I had zero hype for the game because I remember seeing it at, like E three like two or three years before, and I was like, "There's no way this is gonna be good. It doesn't even have like Mel Gibson, and like we didn't know anything <laughs> about the movie. We didn't even have anything about You're the only person right? that wanted more Gibson about <laughs> well, three years ago. Well, because by then there was nothing really from the movie yet. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so it was like, well, we didn't know the movie was gonna be good, or it was, like those trailers that like hyped everyone for the movie and stuff weren't out yet. Yeah. And so like seeing the game I was like, oh, this is gonna be garbage. And so I just forgot and didn't care about the game, and I didn't see anything from the game for a while. And then when the movie came out and saw the movie, and I was like, this is amazing. I really have to play this game now. Like. Even I, if it's not exactly like the movie. The movie made me worried for the game. I thought, oh, Jesus <laughs> no Christ, this movie's so good. This, yeah. this game. It, they're they're very different. It. It's weird, too, because, like, I see what you're saying. Like, mm -hmm. they could have benefited from having each other yeah. to piggyback on. Yeah. But it is also weird, too. I, I, I spent... The only game I really spent the holidays playing was Mad the Mad, Mad Max game. Mad Max. Oh, yeah? And, me, me. And I was like, man, this game is really good. It is. Like, this game stands on its own. It kind of, it's like, I liken it a lot to Shadow of Mordor. You love mm -hmm. Batman. Um, yeah, and, and, and Batman, though Batman, I think, is a bigger entity. I think, is like, it the same publisher? WB Games. Or, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, it is the kind of thing where it's just like, like, this game can stand on its own, mm -hmm. but it could have also benefited from, from people, that. like, going out and being like, I'm in totally a Mad Max. Oh, my big thing is I wanted to come in after the holidays, I forgot, it's Tuesday now, and I wanted to do it yesterday. <laughs> but I was like, when I see Matt Peak again, I'm gonna tell him. He is Mad Max. I'm gonna tell him, you have to try this Mad Max game. Oh yeah. Cause I know I like he's it. really he's really big into the movies and the world and stuff, and this is like, 
this is pretty true, or to me at least, it's like pretty true to it. Like, you ever wanted yeah. to cruise around this world and like repair your old broke down car with mm -hmm. weird pipes and spikes and stuff? Like, I, you could do it. I like <laughs> it, and you can also kind of tie it back to Assassin's Creed in that the one, the one, the biggest complaint a lot of people I saw had with that game were that there's a lot of empty like areas. Like, there's nothing. There's a lot of stuff in between. There's nothing, which makes sense. It's po post-apocalyptic desert, yeah, desert yeah. wasteland and stuff. I'm like, if that makes sense for the environment, but that was like kids' complaints. Is there just wasn't a lot of stuff in between. You'd kind of go from like point to point or like a different camp or stuff like that. Where if Assassin's Creed wants to be more like Witcher Three, like mm -hmm. they're saying the next one, you gotta be careful of that. Where you have to have like you have to find that right balance of stuff in between but not too much that it's like you never get anything done because you're distracted yeah um so they gotta find that like right kind of balance i feel like do you know what you're trying to accomplish lawrence uh, he's trying to move that arrow down he's trying uh, to increase size there we go oh gotta the get key. the program get the key oh, to all the, the way to the end boop man now I, lasers. Weird. I really need those lasers. This is a game this is lawrence the game Fuck. yeah i know <laughs> give me those lasers <laughs> drag click and drag i can't uh. There's another one. Oh, there we you go. got it. Um, <sighs> go. Yeah, I don't know. You. Weird media planning. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm genuinely curious if they are thinking that. If they're thinking that. I know. And so, and so they're like, we, all right, so if we can take a year off of Assassin's Creed, let's do it because there's a movie coming out. Mm-hmm. This is the year. Well, like, so and I see that from like a top down, like at the very top at Ubisoft. Well, yeah, why don't you guys do this, and um, then you can work together. And yeah, or Ubisoft just has a stacked game schedule that yeah, they can yeah, have that whole. If they're releasing the Division, Far Cry Primal, um, uh, what else? Ooh, yeah, I mean, there's there's probably uh, I'm trying to remember what Rainbow what they've got on the slate for this year, but there's a so and recall that like according to the report we put out yesterday, somebody did notice that. Ubisoft registered Assassin's Creed Collection uh, yeah. in oh. December yeah. of 2015. So when you you know when you add all that up, it, it does make a lot of sense. They have a collection for the people who have fond memories of Assassin's Creed, which mm -hmm. yes, it's old enough for that to be the case now. Mm -hmm. So you put out like one, two, Assassin's Creed two, Brotherhood have, and Revelation. Yeah, they, have they put out an HD re-release? They have. They, oh. they did they the did Am Ezio America's collection, collection too, which mm -hmm. I think did okay. What? Is, which one is that? I think it had like Three. Black Flag. Oh, that's I mean, all the um, all the the games the set on in this this hemisphere. Yeah. Is what about is it Liberty or Liberation or what is the one that's the like PS? That's the one with Avalanche. One. Yeah, the controller. <laughs> well, it's been ported to stuff. It's on it's on um it's on like 360 and stuff. Oop. That's in America. And do you personally see this as a good thing, Lawrence? Uh, what do you mean taking a year taking off? Taking a year off? Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I tend to I tend to not really view it in terms of good and bad. I think it's more like. Ubisoft is really smart, and the fact that they've released in a, a major Assassin's Creed, sometimes two every year since it came out, yeah. is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Also, Assassin's Creed to me is the most, it's like the most uh, meticulously planned series. So they put out the first one, and the, the, the chorus was, there's not enough things. So they were like, all right, all right you guys want things? Fine, we'll put in things. Yeah. Assassin's Creed 2 had a lot of things in it. Um, the, you know, the, the, the map had more icons on it. And you play through that, and it gives you the illusion of variety. So you're like, okay, the good. And then they just kept going down the things route because mm -hmm. I guess yeah. they learned their lesson too well. So by the time you get to Black Flag, like James, I think you were saying, and, and even Spool was saying, it's a map full of stuff, but none of the stuff is fun to do, no, and not really any. In, it's not really interesting. Yeah. None of the assassinations are that interesting. So what I'm kind of hoping they do is they take a year off and come back with a game that's actually a game, 
as opposed to just a world crammed with many activities to do, none of which mm -hmm. are really that interesting or engaging. It's all flotsam. And, yeah, <laughs> and to me, I hope that's what they mean by The Witcher, because to me, The Witcher 3 was... Every quest required you to think and solve a problem. Yeah. And sometime, and, and I really like the writing, too, because every quest had a little, a little dash of originality to it. There was, a, there was always some twist to the point where the twist even became predictable. Not what it was, just that there would be one. Mm -hmm. um, so it'd be the sort of thing where somebody's like, oh, go find my coins. And you find his coin bag, but along the way you learn that like, it's not his coin bag and he killed somebody to get it. So that's just, you know, like, what do you do? Do you take it back and ignore that and collect your reward? Do you hold him accountable and dispense your own kind of wilderness justice? Uh, wilderness justice? Frontier uh, justice. There we go. That's the phrase I was looking that's for. That's what I learned in Hateful Eight. Yeah, that's, oh, that's actually what I was trying to think of. <laughs> so I really hope that that's what they try to pull from The Witcher, or what they're looking at, is gameplay that actually matters, writing that is actually interesting, <laughs> Um, and and hopefully they just leave it up to the player and then maybe a difficulty setting on whether or not they want that kind of experience. The frustrating thing is like the the everyone points to Black Flag as their favorite Assassin's Creed, and to me, to me it's actually my least favorite because it's the one that's the least Assassin's Creed, and maybe that's what people actually want. But it had, it had almost no interesting assassinations. Any of the stealth-based levels were terrible because there was one stealth line you had to take, and the question was how long do you wait in the bush for the guard to walk past? So you can continue down the line of shrubs that lead right to your objective. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. It, it was. It also didn't have much story in it. It was trying to. It was trying to pick up a new thing after the Desmond arc finished. It's all about the hologram lady now, <laughs> and try, and trying apparently to find her a vessel in the real world to inhabit. But even apparently in Syndicate, they just kind of walk away from that one. I'm still playing through Spoilers. Unity. I. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's the part of the story people give the least shits about, which yeah. is frustrating because it was also the one I cared the most about. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so you yeah. Kinda, you kind of said it. Sorry to interrupt you, Lawrence. No, but it's like, okay. it'd be cool if somehow they could have a slider bar where you could have like more yeah. fluff for people that like that <laughs> or like more like just straight story. Because I find whenever I play them nowadays, I just beeline the main storyline. And then if I see stuff on the side that I like, whereas when I first started playing, I'm like, I'm going to collect everything. Where yeah. some people I know love that. I don't know how they'd really do it for like achievements and like 100% and stuff if you had a slider bar like that, but it'd be kind of cool. Just to like remove a lot of the fluff off of the minimap, because I'm always tempted of like, I want to get all those things, Yeah, but I, I know I won't enjoy it really, yeah. I'll just like do it. It's like it picking because. up trash, man. Well, like in, in some Black Flag, there's a lot of shit to get and collect, mm -hmm. but... And and for the first few Assassin's Creeds, I hundred percented a lot of them because I really enjoyed just mm -hmm. I really enjoyed the act of running around the world. Yeah. But then the parkour yeah. got a lot faster and got a lot less interesting to watch. That they actually kind of stepped back with that with Unity a little bit. The animations got a little more interesting and the the parkour got got challenging to do again instead yeah. of just all deciding for you what to do. Um, I don't know, man. So the only thing I did in the end game of Black Flag was beat all the all the ghost ships and master ships because that was actually interesting, Ooh. and actually required you hitting buttons at the right time and in the right order. But then, um, yeah, there was just a lot of just, just go here and run there and Some collect this orb bars. of light. Yeah, just little coins floating everywhere. <laughs> I, uh, Feathers or other bullshit. Black Flag is the first one that I didn't finish. There's really no reason exact, to. That's, I mean, it's weird too because. Like, I was in that same camp as you, where it's like everyone was saying how much they loved it. And I think they liked the idea of playing a pirate game. Yeah. yeah. But I still saw it as an Assassin's Creed game. Yeah. And it didn't scratch the itches that other previous ones had given me. Um, I thought the protagonist, at least they had a good protagonist again, mm -hmm. who they really flubbed on. Because three did. Three. Yeah. Connor um, could have been cool. They just, I don't think they. Yeah. They wrote him well, but they didn't, didn't take the didn't time. didn't cross over into the game all that well. Yeah. Well, but, mm -hmm. um,. 
you know combos. I I think that I think that it's funny because um, they had so like you said they added fluff to two Ooh, the yeah. two franchise, but it's different. Like it was different. It was like hey, well you're doing this stuff, yeah, but it's to build out your city, kind of. You know, yeah. like you're yeah. oh you're doing this. You're yeah, building infrastructure. Cool. That's like it's like oh it's like a mini game. You mm-hmm. know, and I always point to Batman Arkham Knight is a great example of having a uh, ton yeah. of ton of BS stuff to do, and even kind of just repetitive challenge missions. Mm-hmm. Like, here, we driving is a part of this game. So we're going to test your abilities as a driver, not through race missions, which yeah. you would think would be the conventional thing, but by chasing a flying uh, a flying villain through the city as he's shooting fire at you. Yeah. Yes, you are basically just racing down a track, but you're trying to catch him yeah, so yeah, that yeah. way you can fight him so you can ultimately defeat him after doing it like four or five times. And yeah. to me, it's like, oh, okay, I see how you've hidden the challenges yeah. behind some sort of narrative or something, you know? Yeah, not just like literally put you on a racetrack and be like, okay, now race in a circle ten times and show us how well you drive. Like, that would be the yeah. lazy, easy way out where... Hopefully, Assassin's Creed can learn yeah. from that Ubisoft. They just and it does. I don't know that it doesn't require that much, but like you said, it does require. Now we have to do some sort of motion capture or dialogue, or we have to write this sequence mm-hmm. here. So I don't know. I think I think it'll be a good thing. I'm I'm now I am excited again. I heard good things about Syndicate, and I was like maybe I'll get around to playing it eventually. But I said the same thing about Unity and never did. But um, I think that I am kind of. I'm hopeful that they do take some time and take a step back I'm and go, go how can tonight. we how can we yeah. make this a game that actually does compete with some of these other games that people are always saying they love like a Witcher 3. Well yeah. that's that's the weird thing in game and, of the year. Yeah, some, something that something that I I've I've started to grow to realize is that the kind of game I like is not the game that sells really well. Mm-hmm. And it's it's almost scary to a point because it seems like the games that sell really well are just kind of meaningless like victory illusions. Mhm. Uh, there's not a whole lot of challenge to them, but it is an open world with a lot of junk in it. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically, the Bethesda open world RPGs like uh, Skyrim and Fallout 4, you never have to actually play them. You just sort of point your camera in the direction of where you want to go, you shoot anything red that gets in front of your camera, you, you loot everything, and then like progress just follows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't have to pay attention to anything, you don't have to learn anything, you don't have to... It's immersive game, lords. Immersion. I mean, immersion in the sense that you can just turn your brain off. You can kind of choose so, your experience. I guess, yeah. but what is what is the experience you're choosing? Uh, I, I like a really well-crafted experience, so I'm kind of like in your camp, Lawrence. Yeah. I mean, we play a lot of the same games, I think. We should take this opportunity to shout out from software. Yeah. Because they, I mean, as much as we shit on those games, because they're difficult for us, they are actually building those games that require you to play them. Yeah. yeah. You have you to know. learn the rules of that and world. What is Whether or not for me? Uh, all Dark the Souls Dark Souls, Demon Souls. Born. But they and did a like, lot of cool stuff before that, which I feel like never gets a lot of credit. Yeah, well, whether whether or not you have time to play those games is yeah. a different story. Yeah. I'm working but, my way through Bloodborne, um, They man. are definitely I'm attempting to do something. I beat the late, uh, the Ice Spider. I don't know. I, I don't... <laughs> I don't. One, I can't identify anything that I'm battling, so when... People ask me what I'm doing or who I fought. <laughs> the I, name is I don't know. I never remember. Something the only, large. The only spider I know is Quaylog from, oh, yeah, uh, from Dark Souls. Oh yeah, I remember that one. Is that the woman? She's the daughter spider of Chaos. She's Just got that's all. Pretty, her boobs are out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah I remember Well, there's another. But I know it. There's another place boobs are out, and that is in the bedroom, which can be enhanced with a Casper mattress. <laughs> what a <laughs> segue! <laughs> yeah, right? nice. Segway king. <laughs> 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 So we, we got some new new Casper mattresses in the office, 
Uh, Brewster Joel, if you have time, why don't you come over and share your Joel. your experience? Well, take your time, Joel. Tell tell me how the two comfy technologies, latex and memory foam, have combined to give you an, an amazing sleeping experience. Well, let's say something, Lawrence. All right. You know, for uh, I got a new bed a couple years ago, and I went to I, I went. This is a true story. I went to a mattress store that was going out of business. I was like, you know what? I, just, I like the mattresses are cheap. They're cheap. They're I was, so cheap. I'm gonna get a mattress. And I bought like a mattress on discount at a mattress store. Never, you know, slept with it. And I had it for two years. And after about like eight months, it started driving my back crazy. It's one of the reasons I use a standing desk here at the office. Uh oh. Standing um, And I was out of the office the last time uh, Casper volunteered so graciously to sponsor our podcast. And Lawrence got the mattress, and I was really jealous because I've been wanting a new mattress for a long time. I have to do the Lawrence. reads, Joel. I got to do the reads, Joel. What are you talking? Well, I don't care. I'm here. My back hurts. So I wanted to get a mattress. I finally got a mattress, and let me tell you, I've been sleeping real nice. I've been sleeping uh, so nice. My back doesn't hurt. It's uh, it's supportive for me, and yet comfortable enough for the lady in my life. Oh. Also me. Does that mean uh. you can go back to getting a normal human desk? No. Oh. oh I, no. Like, I still like standing. Do you want superior. a mattress desk where you just lay and then oh, maybe shit, that's like on idea. your back, and you just... Type. The moment that Casper makes a mattress desk, I'll buy it. <laughs> <laughs> but that, how, how was that, Lawrence? That's great. That's All great, right. Joel. Nice work, Joel. And Thank here's you. here's some more oh, good so. news. Casper <laughs> has a risk-free trial and term policy that delivers straight to you, and you can try for 100 days, and if you're not happy, they'll pick it back up. Free charge. So if you are hesitant about your mattress, you can have 100 days to try it out. Give it a little test run. Uh, so that's the price point is $500 for a twin and $950 for a king mattress, and that's actually pretty, good, pretty good. For, yeah, for a new mattress. This is one of those adult things yeah. you learn about how much mattresses cost. And like Thanks, tires, definitely. shit costs a lot of money, it's stupid. Uh, and now you can get $500, or sorry, $50. We're not that generous. <laughs> Towards any mattress by going to casper.com slash dudesoup and using code dudesoup. So please try an elegant mattress today. Be, an, be a grown up! This is a, uh, man. You can enjoy adulthood, you just have to treat yourself right. Treat yourself. With artisan mattresses. <laughs> so thank you for your sponsorship, Casper. Talking about his back hurting made my back sore. Yeah, Joel, thanks. Man, talking about how VR might change shit. A VR Assassin's Creed would just be amazing. Because one of the things I love Ooh. about that series... Killing people in first person? Well, not killing, really. Exploring <laughs> the world? Yes, that's exactly it. Yeah. The, those games are kind of just digital also, tourism for me. And also, I really enjoy the, the historical aspect in the sense that I read almost every... every, like, uh, database entry that they throw in there. It's just so, it's just so interesting to get that dose along with a game that's kind of educational. Uh, man, but could you imagine any any historical place you go to with the with the detail that they recreate all the historical buildings, just being able to walk around and look at them, mm -hmm. climb on them, like look out over an amazing city. Ugh. Yeah. You wouldn't even need to travel anymore. You just buy Assassin's Creed once a year. But yeah, that's the idea, right? Isn't that kind of why Facebook bought uh, Oculus and stuff, is so that they can like make all these cool experiences and like make you travel kind of around the world and like all kinds of I'm sure they have all that's kinds why of they bought them not money that's the only reason though they're like <laughs> people want to go see the Leaning Tower of Pisa let's give them that they just have to pay us you want to see the Power of Pisa you want to pay a Pisa Pisa <laughs> that's good they can add that. just think they can add like billboards with ads and they can have their ads all baked into the experience you want to see that Pisa Power Zuckerberg says, I've been to pizza? pizza. I'll show you the pizza. I'll show you the pizza. I'll show you that pizza. Have a slice. That's what Zuckerberg says. He says, have a slice uh, yeah. from the have Zook. Have a slice on me. Yeah, me. The Zook. That's what he says. You want that pizza? Lawrence, did you see there's a new VR Shit. MMO that just popped up on Steam? No. What's yeah, the Yeah, it's called Paradise Island. That sounds like my... I yeah, saw it yesterday. Hot. It was like $4 for the game. So you know it's going to be great. Nope. Ha! 
But gotcha. I think I think we should try and get our HTC Vive or whatever working and see if see what Paradise Island's all about. It's gonna be fucking. That's all people are gonna be doing. <laughs> Just VR second fucking. Can you imagine Second Life VR? Oh, yes, God. I already am. Oh God, I have been <laughs> <laughs> working around the clock trying to make it. I'm there. Make it real. I'm there. I'm in it. <laughs> well, speaking of VR, Lawrence, you gotta watch Moonbeam City. I do? Yeah, episode uh, 9. I watched the first three episodes and I'm like, uh... Episode 9, man. Okay, so I'll skip to it. Stick no, it out. Yeah, you no, there's no continuity, it. I guess I could just do that. Um, so, Oculus, Oculus Rift pre-orders are going live tomorrow, or what? today, depending on when you're so listening to this. Did you, get, did you get your, your dev kit one? You had a dev kit yeah, one. Yeah, because right? you get a free That's retail version. That's only for the Kickstarter. If you did the yeah, Kickstarter, I didn't, yeah. I just, I just bought uh, one. Sucker. You stupid, boring, normal... Person, you'll consumer. get there. We'll uh, hook you. We'll hook you in, and you'll never leave someday. <laughs> yeah, that'll spiders be great. growing out of your beard. <laughs> Can't wait. With his jerk off attachment or whatever. Yes. That you imagined. That's just been unclean. Ah! <laughs> Her name's Marjorie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> draws a little face on it. <laughs> so you were saying? Oh, uh, just, just it's, it's here. It's happening. Yeah, there's, um, but this there's, is for the full retail release, right? Yeah. Are on the six pre-orders for the for the retail? Yeah. There are no. January? There are no, uh, oh wait, should it has to be a let, zero. <laughs> I, I held off getting, like, I almost got the dev kit too, and like, oh, it's HD now, and it's so much better than dev kit one. I was like, ah, oh, I really want this, but there's not, not a lot of games and stuff for it yet. Just hold yeah, off, of course. wait for the retail, it'll be better than the dev kit two. So I've been waiting for it. I might actually pre-order it, Lawrence. I might do it. You're going to go in a virtual world with Lawrence? We'll yeah. be virtual buddies! With, I'll be like, I, I pretend I know, don't know Lawrence. Virtual bros! <laughs> hey, Spool made it! Hey, Lawrence! In the virtual, virtual reality! Hey, man! <laughs> hey, over here! Lawrence! <laughs> <Ball. laughs> Fuck, I did it. Oh, I fucked it up. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. No, yeah, I'd love wow. to play VR with Lawrence. On Paradise Island. I imagine yeah, Sean can, uh, building this whole persona for himself in a, in a VR world. He's Shane now. Yeah, Shane. And Lawrence is like, "Hey, Sean." Oh, and Sean's like, "I'm Shane now." And yeah. then everyone's like, "What's up, Shane? Great, uh, you know, great job at the at the party last night, Shane. Shane, cool. Great job at the party. Shane, cool. Man. <laughs> I want to be Shane's friend. God, could you imagine though? So, so. They they have a it, it, we're getting there to where this ridiculous shit can happen where like somebody can steal someone's identity in virtual reality <gasps> steal someone's persona so that's crooked happens. eyes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they make a VR avatar with crooked eyes it's a uh, this I mean this stuff happens already like somebody goes onto a forum pretending to be somebody else and and that's that's like fun for a while yeah. but man what happens when and and so th there's that Twitch plugin now where you can have an anime girl talk for you, yeah. or a skeleton, or a hamburger. But let's be honest, it's all about the anime girls. <laughs> uh, but what happens when a Twitch personality kind of builds their empire on having a virtual persona, mm -hmm. and then that virtual persona gets stolen, or they get locked out of it? Or then you see their real life persona oh, it's exposed, yeah, and you're that. like, oh, nobody man. wants to do that. They're, they're even more beautiful well, than they like, were yeah. in the game. That's like even going back when like I started playing MMOs way back in oh, like shit. 2000, 2001, and stuff. I, as a young boy, would try. <laughs> young I, was like, as a young I was like 12, young 12 or 13. I was like 12 or 13, and I figured out the best way, me and my friend, like, figured out the best way to make money or to get money without doing any work a girl. as a kid would do is to play it as a girl and run around as a little character girl and be like, I need anyone have money? I need to buy things. And then so people boys. would give you like 50 gold or whatever, and you're like, oh shit. And then you'd go run away for a little while and then come back to that same spot in like 10 or 15 mm -hmm. minutes. And you were like, the, joke's on you, Shane Cool strikes again. You were literally again. conning yeah. people, but the best way was to like pretend you weren't you. You weren't like a level 20 whatever bard or minstrel or something like that. You were a, a level 3 little cleric girl. 
Like, please, I need some things. I'll heal you. I'll give you a buff, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I'll give you a buff. <laughs> Lawrence, the black one's but locked. But in virtual reality, I know, even more so. But with, I can't pick where he puts them. With, like, so. voice yeah, changers and all these other things. Yeah. Uh, like, you're not going to trust anybody. I'm not, at least, because right. I was that boy. I, I was the boy who <laughs> I lied. I was that boy. I was the boy who lied. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited. <laughs> I'm really excited for this dark future, <laughs> guys. I can't wait. What was that terrible Bruce Willis movie that was like virtual reality and, virtual like, um, uh, and he had like save his girlfriend? Sur- started with an, started with like an S. Surrogates. Surrogates. Yeah. surrogates. That. Yeah, well, that was basically what happened. Like he went. Wasn't there like a at one oh. point there was like a really overweight guy who like basically yeah. was like playing like this really badass girl. That's Ready Player One too. Yeah. Hold on, wasn't Everyone there another movie that was like that though too? There was basically all movies. <laughs> what was the other movie? There's the a woman, the Matrix, who had there only this you could play, you could play them in real life. Is it Gamer or what was that? Was yeah, Gamer. It's Gamer. It's gamer. With, oh, gamer. What's his face? Yeah, um, with Gerard Butler because yeah. the Gamer world that you it was a kid playing him. Yeah, and he's like, get me to the ammo. <laughs> <And> <laughs> they were, kid they were prisoners <laughs> or something like yeah, that. Yeah. They were in jail. But then, but then in the outside world, that kid's mom or whatever was like a. Like a virtual prostitute, yeah, which meant that she would just like go to sleep, and then it allowed other people to boot into her brain. Oh yeah, she. Sweet, that's the future. You can be a prostitute. Someone called Jar Butler. You could, uh, you can make money while you're sleeping. You just have to be a a virtual prostitute. (laughs) It's kind of nice. Then you can live your life during the day, and you just make money while you sleep. Get a Casper mattress, so that way when. Virtual people are taking over your body. They'll yeah. have a nice bed to fuck on. Well, and also when you spend, yeah. you know, a, a, an entire week inside virtual reality with an IV drip in your arm, uh, oh, nice. you won't wake up with a backache. The bed sores. Yeah. So you got a few bed sores. That's okay. No, you you also take something to suppress all of your like uh, your oil secretions and stuff. So you're just basically a cadaver for about a week, Ugh. and then the drug wears off, and you're. Like, <gasps> you can pay. You gotta someone. like creak out all your joints again. So you know that what you're missing it though. Other people can swap. If you're going in and you're like, I'm going to go into virtual reality for a week, it's like, it's basically like Airbnb. You're leaving your apartment, let other people rent it out. Offset the cost. So that way you don't even have to worry. It's like, you don't have to worry about paying for the IV drip or anything like that because someone else is going to be feeding you because they're going to go and eat pizza in your body. But you got to trust them to not like... Well, obviously you fill out a terms of service agreement beforehand (laughs) just like you would with Airbnb. I don't even trust somebody with my apartment, let alone my vagina. So, (laughs) I don't... I'm surprised you prioritize it in that order. (laughs) Yeah, our apartment's pretty nice, so... <laughs> Could you become other things you think like a dog or like a cat or something? Like I bet you furries and stuff would have a really great time. Yeah, would. Oh yeah. But they I already do. So there's a lot of there's a lot of second life furry stuff going down. Sanic? Sanic. I want to be Sanic. No, it's you know, it's just like ripped ripped uh jaguars and stuff standing around talking to each other. <laughs> I want to be a jaguar. Ooh. <gasps> What's that? that? Jaguar mat- masturbates. Oh. Ooh, nice. Uh, oh, I thought it was like a jackalope. Jaguar. I Man. can't stop. Help. If I, I do really love the bronies that will always like Photoshop their My Little Ponies into pictures with them. Real life, yeah, with the arm around. <laughs> but it. can you imagine if you're a total brony and you're really, really into your My Little Pony girl, like girl or boyfriend? Can you imagine being in a virtual world with them? There must be nothing be. better. You would never I can imagine. Yeah, there you must would, be nothing better. Like you know, waifus now it would be like yeah. at a whole other level. Yeah. Like you would literally have like a digital life. Can you imagine Ooh. how like you know Jeffrey Dahmer liked to like sleep around with corpses? <gasps> He'd be He'd in his dream. His dream. <laughs> There's nothing better. Nothing better. <laughs> Virtual reality. Everyone's better life. <laughs> That's the logo. Yeah. That's Everyone's the better model. life? Question <laughs> <laughs> mark. Sorry about the me. blood. 
Oh, oh we're getting kicked out again. Was this, Two, seven, three, four. Was the uh, interface always slightly tilted? No, it broke. Just, it broke. Oh. It broke and fell over, which oh. is weird because the monitor Corrected. is still justified. So is the it, it broke oh, inside. It yeah, the, the little. No, it isn't. No. Trust me, my eyes can tell. No, you're. Oh yeah, you're right. It is crooked. Um, oh, oops. It never is. mind. Yeah, because you can see it's wide. Mm -hmm. or it's, yeah. Maybe my eyes are crooked, so I couldn't tell. Oh, triangle.png. What's this all about? You're just a little off. Oh. Triangle.png. Nice. <laughs> Good move. Game is fun. This is a fun game. <laughs> Lawrence, are you taking notes on your phone? Uh, I am uh, reading notes on my phone. You're saving the password, 2734. So it's got you, a game guide. Oh, I should do that too. But first, <laughs> if, you, if you're digging the look of this triangle, perhaps you have an artist's eye and can build your own website with Squarespace. Oh. And I don't know. We'll see. If we'll, maybe that'll work. Who knows? That's pretty good. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. So Squarespace is a, if you're unfamiliar, is a platform that offers website creation tools, and it's actually pretty easy. It's all drag and drop. So if you want one of those nice looking fancy websites that has a little picture that scrolls slower than you're scrolling, you can do that on Squarespace. You know what I'm talking about? Parallax shit. Nobody knows what I'm talking. About. <laughs> I like drag and drop. Oh yeah, you can do that. It's got a lot of that. Oh, that's what I thought too. <laughs> oh, drag and drop, like dropping a dragon. Yes. Yeah. Starring. Like, How many dragons do you want on this webpage? <laughs> Where are my dragon drops? Operation Dumbo. Sorry, drop, Lawrence. With That's okay. Uh, Squarespace's tools uh, allow you to design professionally looking sites. Uh, regardless of skill level, no coding required. They have easy to use tools, and you get a free domain if you sign up for a year. So you can get, uh, I don't know. I got big booty lovers already, so don't go looking for that one. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes at night, when I've had a bit to drink, I go and start registering domains just so in case every I night. Need them. Do you do anything with you them? You do this every night? No, I don't have enough money to do it every you night. You put like a GIF up there or something? I should. You're right. Fuck. You should. A big booty at least. So no. someone's like, I need, I need a big booty right now. Bigbootylovers.com. You've got me. Yeah, and then they small. just go to an empty web page. They'd be so let down. Fuck! This guy doesn't love big booties. It's all a lie. <laughs> Is it so? When you're looking for certain kinds of pornography, you just type <laughs> www.andthenyourlookingfor.com. I, I find like fan pages because um, uh, yeah, they have similar interests. Yesterday in our Twitch chat, people were talking about. Their masturbation experiences, oh, like the weirdest thing they've. Ever, and someone said that they were masturbating once, and then I guess they had a snafu with the Windows and accidentally went to your Twitch stream. Oh yeah, <laughs> and they were and like, finished. Oh. yep, uh, instantly. It was just at the beginning too, and then just Undertale, Cody. <laughs> so if you want, if you want people to masturbate to what you do on the internet, <laughs> you should go to Squarespace.com and make your own big booty website. Or hey, just rehost my Twitch stream or whatever. Uh, you can start your free trial today at squarespace.com slash dudesoup. And when you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure to use our offer code dudesoup to get 10% off your Squarespace. They would like you to build it beautiful. Like a big booty. Mm. So thank you, Squarespace, <laughs> for your... Beautiful. Beautiful. For your uh, sponsorship. Hopefully we did not... Uh, hopefully we didn't... Um, Two, seven, three, four. Really let you down there. Click on pony underscore galaxy dot... You got it. What? No. Is this, this one? Oh, Ooh. R. That was enter. There we go. Oh, we nice wallpaper. It. Portal. Uh, all right. Search frogs. What's next? What's next? Um, so this is kind of. There's a couple things. Uh, so in in addition to all the rumors uh, that were kind of broken on 4chan, it's weird. Kotaku ran an article pretty quickly that was like, uh, this guy said that, but our sources said that too. So. So we're reporting it. Double confirmed? Um, so I guess double confirmed. I, I'm, I'm putting that tone on it. I'm pretty sure it wasn't like that. It's more. Like, I'm pretty sure they read that and they were like, oh shit, and reached out to well, somebody they know at Ubisoft. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, and we're able to... They were blacklisted. Able to, yeah. From Ubisoft? 
No, just, the just yeah, they were blacklisted from Ubisoft. You're right. Ubisoft, Ubisoft and Bethesda, and Bethesda yeah. which is amazing because like th this is why Kotaku, you don't get to do both. <laughs> anyway, um, but they also said that their sources told them that Watch Dogs Two is currently in development and will be in San Francisco. Mm. Where was it before? Chicago. Chicago. Oh. I never played it. Yeah, I, right. I played a little bit of it. I think it. I think it. It kind of fell victim to the Ubisoft steez of just needing to salt the earth with stuff. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff. The thing I'll give Watch Dogs is it's more Assassin's Creed 1 in the sense that the stuff that's there is actually challenging and interesting. Okay. The hacking stuff may... Maybe not so much. At its best, it's okay. Mm -hmm. But yeah. most of the time, it is just a series of cameras to get you exactly to what you need to hack. That was kind of my complaint. I only played it for maybe like an hour or two with Kale way back um, when I when we worked at the other company. Oh, yeah. Um, I played it with Kale a bunch of stuff, and he was like, oh, I'll play this game. Uh, it's pretty fun. But I like was playing around, and it, like the hacking was a big letdown to me. And that was like the big hype up, I felt like, in the first place. Oh, you'll be able to hack all these things, do all this stuff. And it was basically like you hack to a camera, and you can look at it, or like a little... like drone thing or you could hack like we did a lot of driving and you'd hack like the traffic lights so they'd switch in your favor or you'd hack it so like these little like barricade things would pop up in the road so if cops were chasing you would like block them or you'd hack the bridge so it'd be going up and stuff and I was like that's cool but I want to be hacking like Terminator robots or all like I me personally I like want to hack all these cool things and be able to do stuff get go to an ATM and get all the money out of it and stuff and mm -hmm. I didn't feel like I got that experience but like I said I only played it for a couple hours Maybe it got way cooler, but it, it felt like the kind of game where it's like, like you said, you can hack uh, traffic lights, you can hack all kinds of other things, but only if they put it in there for you. Um, so it's like, yeah, of course. it's like a Superman game where Superman can't get over a chest high wall because the programmers don't want you to get mm -hmm. over the chest high wall, and it's like, but, but it's Superman. Well, I, and I also <laughs> feel like in Watch Dogs, it's hacking a bridge. But in any other game, it's just go find the operational box for the bridge yeah. and yeah, yeah, hit yeah. the yeah. Uh, power switch. And yeah. it's like, yeah, they're kind of mundane things. Like you said, if it would be... I, I just never really had an interest in Watch Dogs. It just never mm -hmm. spoke to me. Once they dropped the underscore, I was out. Yeah. <laughs> I said, no way. No, thank you. Oh, yeah. I don't I, know. It, it was kind of cool to be able to... Uh, to... Um, control your environment like that. I think that was kind of a unique gameplay mechanic. Because yeah. there are a lot of Grand Theft Auto games, and I guess Driver... San Francisco kind of did it, but it was neat to be able to drive around and also control bridges and control lights and blow up cars just by tapping a button. It really was like having a superpower, which I thought was kind of neat. And plus, the commentary in the game I thought was cool. It's kind of the first, as far as I can tell, Aiden Pierce is the first character whose superpower is having a cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Right. And also, kind of, I also like the narrative. There was never an attempt to make Aiden Pierce a good character. Mm -hmm. And that's he's something neutral. that. Oh, he's not even neutral. He's just a shithead. He's a total asshole. Uh, he, he ruins everyone's life around him, and he acts very selfishly all the time. And the game kind of makes commentary on that, uh, but mostly you're just playing from his perspective. And it's interesting to me because that and Edward and Black Flag kind of had a turnaround, but not really. There were a series, and, and not, like playing Big Boss in Metal Gear Solid Five. you're objectively the bad guy in, in a lot of games now, and nobody even seems to notice or care or really comment on it. Which I thought was kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. Nobody picked up on that in Watch Dogs. Yeah. You're just, you're the villain, really. You're just a really shitty person. Just like in GTA. I, yeah. I yeah, wish... but GTA at least acknowledges it because it's called Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> See, and that's a more interesting perspective because as somebody that didn't really touch Watch Dogs, yeah. I, I just kind of th thought that Aiden Pierce is a kind of a bland character. Yeah. But the, way you, yeah. the way you describe him, that's, that's kind of an interesting like take more on dynamic. a character. I, I, my thing is, um, 
I mean, I think San Francisco, just this is personal. San Francisco is more appealing to me than Chicago. Mm. Chicago works in certain settings. Maybe it's because I don't really have any personal experience with Chicago. But Chicago feels like gangsters, like old school, like untouchables kind of like. There was a lot of that stuff in the game. Yeah. Sort of. But, But San Francisco seems really cool. What I wish is that, especially given that San Francisco is kind of like so closely tied with tech, and technology oh, yeah, and stuff sense. that um smart cars i uh yeah smart cars i almost wish that though it took place in the san francisco from big hero 6 yeah the uh. robo what what's the name of the Ro- big hero uh, 6 san francisco san francisco oh yeah <laughs> where it's like it is like this cyber world i don't know i i think that was another thing too i More found setting to be a little bland huh. like in a, in a world in a in a world that is so futuristic internally mm-hmm. it's almost like a realistic it's probably what things will be like in 10 15 years yeah but i want it to be it's a video game i want, I want it to yeah. be blood dragon exactly <laughs> and i think i think that's kind of where i was what i was saying was like i liked it but i wanted more like a more exaggerated version of everything and like more like if they went more futuristic and having like drones everywhere like self-driving cars that you could hack and like crash into each other or, like mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff like that of I think if they go a little bit more futuristic with it, it'd be really cool. And mm-hmm. I'm like, just, take what they took from the first one and make it more. I'm really hoping they don't. I'm really hoping Watch Dogs <laughs> does not follow the path Assassin's Creed did. More. I mean, so fundamentally, the fact that they made as many Assassin's Creed games as they did is really amazing. Yeah. Uh, Ubisoft was kind of one of the first... And I'm trying to think... I remember a big hubbub at when the 360 PS3 generation kind of debuted. Everybody was was like... There's no way. We can't afford new IP anymore. People just don't buy them. And and even then it was it was sort of this dawning realization that you had to make three or four of a game before it even would remotely start to become profitable because if you invest all this money and make a new AAA franchise, no one's going to buy the first one. Yeah. Some people might buy the second one and by the third, then people are starting to catch on and then you've got a good annual series on your hands, but to invest in three AAA games just to start earning money back is something most companies couldn't do. Mm-hmm. Whereas Ubisoft seemed to really figure it out. I can't... What other franchises started in the 360 PS3 generation and are still active? Batman? Mirror's Edge, maybe? Because there's another one coming out? Yeah. Batman? Uh, Deus yeah. Ex. Deus Ex. Uh, kind of. Tomb Raider? The new Tomb Raider? Uh, uh, even Uncharted! Uncharted! Yeah, that's a good, that's a good one. Yeah. So there aren't, there aren't many, really. Uh, but I think it's from a business perspective. I think Assassin's Creed has been an incredible, incredible series to watch. Um, I Crash Team Racing. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Killzone Sucker Punch <laughs> Killzone. went on to. Uh, wait, what's Killzone Sucker Punch? Killzone is. Are the guys um, doing Horizon Zero Dawn game. now? Guerrilla Games. Guerrilla Games. That's it. So yeah, Killzone. I mean that that's starting. They're starting a new thing, which. And that's like exclusive ones. Yeah. Where basically, like the publishers paying them or owns it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sony Computer Entertainment. We, we need these. I think Sony does, deserves a lot of credit too for for risking on new franchises a lot. Uh, anyway, just from a business perspective, it's been really cool to see Ubisoft kind of force their hand throughout all this. Uh, they figured out how to make it work, and I think that deserves a certain amount of credit. I hope that making it work doesn't mean that every franchise becomes what Assassin's Creed has become, mm-hmm. which is to say, you know, an open world filled with junk. Yeah, what yeah. I really want from Ubisoft is another game made in the UB art framework, like a Valiant oh, Hearts Child or Child of Light. Yeah. Oh. That's that's what I am hoping for from Ubisoft. Which kind of happened for the last year. Again, Ubisoft Rayman. Yeah, Ubisoft like like EA is a big company that like a lot of people hate for for because it is a big company because it, you know, 
optimizes its business and stuff. But at least there are stuff like that. Yeah, like, yeah. it clearly yeah. makes them a lot yeah. of money, and they're like, we got a lot of money. Yeah, we got a couple extra mil lying around. Anyone want to do something cool and experimental? I do, it's I like, do. yeah, I have this idea for a game about World War Two. Or bring back Rayman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? I mean, the Rayman games, by the way, are awesome. From Dust, maybe add more content to that. Remember that game? I do no. actually. Yeah, I liked that game, but it was yeah. only like two hours or three hours of gameplay. Oh, you're right. I I never played. I just watched somebody play it. That seemed cool. It's like a god, like you control yeah. like terrain you're and all this stuff to get your little minions what? to their camp. Oh, it's like your water. Well, ball. we got a yeah, got a your water, earth, or like fire and stuff like that. It's like a squirrely. Oh, it's a jump. Yeah, heart, wind. I don't think hearts in there. No, water, no, wind. No, water. <laughs> no, Captain Planet. <laughs> um, so I don't know. We're we're in a weird phase of games, like always. We are in a weird phase of games. So. I don't. I to to me to me the most interesting thing is like VR is coming up. That that could potentially disrupt a lot of stuff. And we're also in a period of transition where all of the all of the franchises that were really big in the PS3 360 generation are just now starting to really catch on in mm-hmm. the new gen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like with VR, there's gonna be a lot of hits and misses. Oh, of like, course. I feel like a lot of Man, I'm even big that, name though. games, big like AAA <sighs> companies are gonna have a lot of misses where they're like, oh, "We gotta get the VR's hot right now. Yeah, we're gonna like we gotta get a game out there and they'll make it in like six months or a year or like convert something VR. to VR <laughs> so, or something like it's that. It's gonna be a and lot then, of shitty VR, and yes. it's gonna be like, okay, well this was like people are gonna get sick off it. It's gonna be terrible, or it's gonna be like, even it's just it'll not be lackluster. Fun. It'll be lackluster. They're exactly. just trying to import their IP into yep. a VR setting yep. in any way they can. So it's a really kind of like one-dimensional experience. Those rabbits are coming back, but I can't wait <laughs> I till the once rabbits. they get past that, or like the few like indie developers or or even big developers that get it and they just like master it and lock onto. It. I can't wait for that stuff. Like, yeah, I feel like Valve will probably do a good job with it if they ever decide to make more Oops. games, um, which I'm sure they will once they're like VR, the HTC Vive and stuff comes out, or like maybe even the guys who do. Oh, who is it? Um, the people that do Batman and like Mad Max and all those games, I bet they could make some pretty awesome games because they, you can tell they put a lot of care and like pay attention to like the small details in mm-hmm. their games. Like first person Batman, to punch Joker in the face, mm-hmm. VR, <laughs> Batman, mm, Cuts, cut somebody's mouth, give right? them some scars. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah I want to give somebody scars you in be VR. Joker, you want to be no, dead. no. Just in general. Yeah, just in general. <laughs> New portal game. I'm just scarring everyone. <laughs> uh. Yes. Infinite loop. Let's get that laser power. This game is teaching you how to program. It is. This is oh, really yeah. weird. Uh, wow. Laser power minus one is laser power over. Yeah. Here we go. Uh. And then there. Uh. Laser power six. Laser power five. Fire lasers. <laughs> And then you use up all the power. Is tank. a unicorn that a unicorn that shoots binary a Unicode? <gasps> that's oh, at least a, that's incredible. Oh boy! Thank you for that. Is that what it's supposed You're to welcome, be? You're welcome, Lawrence. Uh, no, it's a pony. Oh wait, it does have a unicorn head. Uh, Unless that's just that like a hair? tuft of. No, I think that's eh. a horn. It's definitely a unicorn. You're slowly. This is the death of the unicorn. <laughs> I recognize that unicorn anywhere. Kill him! Oh shit! He's gonna shoot a laser blast at me! Ah! Got him. Whoa. Lasers. There we go. You are pretty good at this game, though, Lawrence. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Well, I like watching you problem solve. Some, something about ponies really resonates with me. Jump on it. Huh. <laughs> oh, there we go. Got it. Oh, boy. So ne- next conversation topic. Um, I guess this is a quickie. We got uh, maybe about 10 minutes left, but MLG has been fully acquired by Activision. Oh, yeah. Who saw this coming? I, I, I figured I they'd be acquired a long Activision time before this. Them, but... 
I knew they were going down. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, it's weird. And this is a perspective that maybe we are we're exclusive to. Water. But um, <laughs> something happened to the water when you shot it with your laser beams. Yeah? Oh. Um, but uh, maybe, maybe we are only privy to, but... Oh, maybe not. Um, <laughs> but you see these companies, and they're growing really, really fast. Mm-hmm. And everyone's talking about them. But you're like, I'm still not sure what they're doing. How are they making money? What is go- but what is the plan there? Mm-hmm. And I think for us at least, like our perspective with MLG was we kind of we were all like collectively like, what, what's going on over? Like, what are they doing? I exactly. Mean, they've been around for a long time. Yeah, they have. Yeah, uh, I don't think they were ever profitable. Um, and I, whoop, I remember, remember back when I did a lot of esports reporting, I went to a lot of MLG events, and every time I would. I would try and get some kind of indication of financial health out of the company. Yeah. And Sundance, the you know the then CEO, mm-hmm. was always very CEO-ish yeah. in his way of never saying anything remotely close to, yeah, we earn money. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. The business model used to be, or rather, as I could assume it was, MLG would throw a live event, mm-hmm. uh, and then they would get sponsors to come. It's almost like an expo. They would have mm-hmm. booth space. And then uh, they would sell sponsorships on the stage and on the mm-hmm. stream. Yeah. And then they built their own. They built their own streaming platform, MLG.TV. And the idea was they would sell advertisements there. So I guess fundamentally it was meant to be all ad run. Yeah. Uh, I think the thing a lot of people don't understand is that MLG had to pay licensing fees to run tournaments for most of those games. Yeah. For like Call of Duty and like. Yeah. Starcraft and all those. Yeah. Right? Uh, there were a few. There were a few companies that they could actually. That would actually pay them to run the tournament, mostly for like when es- when when esports started taking off, and then company was like, "Yeah, our our game is going to be esports. Run- we want you to mm. run a promotional tournament for it." Yeah, that was another revenue stream, but I think all that combined never really amounted to the kind like a break even amount of money. Yeah, I think I think what I the narrative that I kind of cottoned onto in around 2012 is that they were able to they were they were not in a good spot. They were able to throw one um, profitable event. And then they got a shitload of investment money off the back of that, and then they used that to start building a fucking arena in China yeah. and launch their own services and all this stuff. What's gonna happen to that? Blizzard owns it now. They haven't said, have they? I haven't heard anything about it. Yeah. Just a recent. They like, they they showed some like pictures of the arena getting constructed, and that's the last I ever heard of it's it. It's actually a model though. It's like really close. <laughs> yeah. Like. It's, it's a macro <laughs> shot. I mean, <laughs> something tells me you make a deal with China. Yeah. It's because China is. Giving you a lot of money, like it, I don't yeah. think that it was a risky investment to do something. I, this is my mild Maybe. understanding of the geopolitical landscape, especially in China. But like, China is probably like, do it here, and it, like, we'll ensure that it doesn't cost you anything. It, like a no risk type situation. Yeah, I was just curious if, if Activision has kind of said if they have what intent they have for that. I mean, because I know they're going to continue MLG TV. They're they're kind of continuing operations, sort of as is the moment. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know either. Um, so it's yeah. The I guess the takeaway is now now Activision has all of the assets and I guess the staff to run their own streaming events. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why they would purchase instead of just contract that stuff every time. Maybe they see a lot of future there and they I, just want to have it in house. I yeah. think so because in October they made a big deal of announcing their own new like. Esports division within Activision. Yeah, Activision right. operated, so I think acquiring all that infrastructure 40, is oh, really, really zero. smart for them to do. Yeah. And I think for MLG, that's maybe floundering and has to buy those licenses. 
that they can't afford to do, whereas Activision owns all those licenses. Yeah. And just getting that infrastructure is really smart. It pays off for MLG yeah. if they're going to go bankrupt. It you know, and for this instead of the staff getting laid off, it looks like they're all going over. I know even you said uh, Sundance DiGiovanni or whatever his name is stepped down as CEO, but he's still moving. Stepped? I'm not sure. Or pushed. Or yeah, shoved. Uh, yeah. Well, so the, C- the CFO we don't like of your name ah. is now the CEO. Yeah. So it's not it's not like they sacked the entire executive staff, no. um, but it it does seem like Sundance, you know, you, you had a decade plus and a lot of money to make this a profitable thing and you never did. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that isn't to say he probably didn't profit. And well, then, and yeah, and it may have been calculated too. There are yeah. companies that work that way. They just, they, they get capital and they spend it and, to, to give yeah. the illusion um, of Isn't it the guy, growth. like, the guy who's like the senior vice president of Activision's esports or whatever division or whatever is used to, was like one of the co-founders yeah. of MLG and stuff? Isn't that where you say oh. that? Yeah, Sepso and Sundance co-founded it. So it's kind of, it's reuniting them. Yeah. Um, to me, so here's how I, I kind of think about it is um, I, I sort of think of it, in the, and you might disagree with me completely, but in terms of like the um, editorial aspect of the games industry, where it used to be that publishers, developers really needed news outlets to promote their material, yeah. send trailer, you know, you're going to you're going to debut this trailer for us. Yeah. Now they have all their own infrastructure yeah. with YouTube, and they can do that. Or Twitter and a company and, like yeah. Activision Blizzard. They can host their own esports events. Mm-hmm. They yeah. can build their own internal production I've for that. I've been wondering why they didn't for so long. Too. Well, it's weird. Yeah, Riot did that, which I th- I think they kind of set the standard for a lot of esports stuff and how to do it because they own it all. Yeah. They run the LCS. They they administrate the LCS. They produce all of their live events, so they don't have to like I don't rely. Know. Yeah, uh, they, don't they have, have to the money outsource. Too. Yeah, it's it's not a freedom that that any just any game developer has. But Riot had shitloads of free-to-play MOBA cash. When you get to that size and have that amount of income come in, like Blizzard and Activision had, especially in the past when WoW was like on top and yeah. StarCraft just came out and or StarCraft Two just came out and all that stuff, they had all that money. It's like why not go into your invest in your own? Yeah. BlizzCon is huge. Yeah, yeah, BlizzCon's huge on and its growing. own. Growing, but I think yeah, at least what you said is really interesting. Uh, almost all big publishers now are 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 creating their own. Um, event production staff. Yeah. Uh, whether it's whether it's recording media or or like Disney does with Toy Box TV and stuff like that, um, it's almost becoming a necessity, or rather, it is a necessity in this decade to to have your own your own media outlet, uh, which is mm-hmm. it's interesting because I feel like that that further drives away what traditional games editorial used to be. Yeah. If uh, if game outlets can produce their own stuff, and to a degree they always were, there was always official Xbox Magazine and Nintendo Power and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and I feel like that's just modernizing now to video. Uh, where theoretically they hire uh, believable personalities to execute uh, media with strategy for them and to promote their stuff. So, well, now, like you could argue also that it's like now it's totally biased. You're not getting like that neutral kind of like third party like neutral kind of person that's giving you information. Now it's like literally coming from the horse's mouth yeah. and just like shape it, control it. They can control it, shape it. Which obviously, from a publisher developer standpoint, you want that. Like your mark as a marketing team, you want to be able to like say what you want to say and not have people give any kind of inkling of bad news, obviously, because you want to hype your stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you control all that, that's, like, the best from a marketing point of view. Where Yeah, and theoretically, that's even better for the audience, too, because then there's no question about what's what's purchased and what's paid for and what's what's authentic and what's not. Yeah, that's true. But it's, I think it's time for us to authentically end the podcast. Boom! Oh. We real talked to you real hard this time. <laughs> we ponied you. I need to go take a nap. I want to beat this my... level. Yeah, I'll go yeah, I'm exhausted. <laughs> you made excellent progress in this game that 
doesn't make any sense to me, Lawrence. Thank you. I want to finish it now. Uh, funny. Watching you do this, I was like, if we had done this in a gameplay, how long ago would we have? If I done this, this one, <laughs> like, is this a four ninety nine game? I was like, this. I could do it in one dollar one uh, hour, and you would last like ten seconds. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta talk to an intern. We gotta talk to an intern. All right, I follow me I, at Chain Cool. I'll be there. <laughs> Chaincool.vr. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.